Hello there. Welcome and thanks for being here. Welcome to another quick-fire discussion on new technology. Uh, thank you to Rohan, Australian Account Director for Certus for the Asset Intensive Industry, uh, for being here. How are you going today? Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Fantastic. Now, today's quick-fire business challenges, what new technology is available to help the decision-makers in my business make more informed calls on how to be more environmentally conscious in our operations? So I guess the first question I've got for you, Rohan, is what's the importance of keeping up with new technology in your business? Well, I mean, uh, quite frankly, customers and corporations have to keep up with the technology since the turn of this century. So keeping up with technology is not new, uh, but it's just the pace of an emerging technology that coming through is quite challenging for customers to keep up with. Um, for example, now, in our asset-intensive business, we've got customers where they've got a major amount of IoT sensors and IoT uh, devices into their uh, machines and plants. And, you know, gone are the days where those assets were dumb and mute. Uh, the assets talk these days. They produce data. So the, the challenge for uh, some of our customers is how do you harness that uh, data from the IoT devices. Then the challenge comes in is, you know, you have to create copious amount of data, but what do you do with it? How do you have done some analytics and AI and machine learning algorithms on top of that to harness the right data that's more effective and impactful for your businesses? Yeah. So that's very important for some of our customers. Uh, you know, sustainability is a major thing for asset intensive customers where uh, the ESG frameworks and norms uh, will impact how our customers do business, so they have to look at that. And it's quite evident from you know, uh, you know, the market is getting ready for that. For example, IBM's uh, recent acquisition of NVC is a testament that uh, you know they're making investment in such technologies to help our customers grow. So it's all over. Uh, this new and emerging technology, it's about keeping pace with the technology and choosing the right technology or what will help you get your business outcomes. One of the things I've always found fascinating about this, because my, my father actually worked in asset management and he, being the age that he was, had challenges when there were upgrades to technology. And some of the upgrades he was absolutely fine with. He felt it made perfect sense. Others he felt were just there because they were there. I'm kind of curious, what sort of challenges do you think are typically faced with new technology in that asset-intensive space? So the major challenge we see is from a change management perspective. And like like you rightly said, uh, your father have entered a plan uh, with the information of that machine and how do you maintain that machine and what goes in that machine with all the data up here in his brain, whereas... Uh, you know, everybody realizes that we have aging workforce and the workforce is getting out of business and to replace that aging workforce, you cannot, uh, you know, hold back the brains that this person's leaving. Uh, but the new workforce that's coming through is, uh, you know, uh, maybe not millennials, but uh, they're quite tech savvy. They come in with their iPad, they come in with, uh, you know, their uh, mobile phone. So they, they make a lot of decisions based on data. So I call that as a data-driven decisions. Uh, 
So that is where uh, we see a lot of challenge. How do you harness that knowledge of the people who are getting out of the system and how you transfer that knowledge uh, to the new people who are coming through? And, and technology, you know, fits in really well here that you harness that knowledge into a system that you can then actually give it to these young people who are coming, who are data-driven to make those uh, effective decisions. Makes a lot of sense. And I know in his case, he actually went back to work after retiring because they wanted to be able to do that transfer yeah. of knowledge. Yeah. It's brought him a jack. People, he was very happy. Yeah, I've seen you know, people retiring and coming back. Uh, you know, uh, examples within my customers of people who've come back on their own time and you know, said, I'm going to help you build this system up and you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, sort of create my digital twin in a system and then people can work through. Yeah, exactly. So what are some strategies then that people can use to maximize the potential of new technology? So from a strategy perspective, uh, you know, I think first and foremost, companies who are getting onto this journey need to conduct a comprehensive analysis of what products are out there in the market. It's really important to understand what products, you know, there, there's there's so many uh, propagandas from multiple com- uh, companies coming through, but uh, one needs to be extremely clear on what that technology ha- uh, has to offer. Uh, before you do that, you need to define your clear objectives. What do you want to achieve out of that technology? You know, uh, you know, if you're talking about a maximum asset management, how how far and how deep you want to go uh, using that asset management? If you just want to do the managed part of the business, which is uh, you know looking at your assets like health, or do you want to take it forward to do more predict, uh, analytics? visual inspection. So you need to be clear with your objectives on what you want to achieve out of that system. You know, you need sorry. It's all right. I thought you were saying something. So you need to have a technology roadmap uh, and that technology roadmap just doesn't have to be a very short-sighted technology roadmap that you bring in an asset management solution uh, and then it's going to get rid of all your problems and challenges. You need to have a continuous improvement piece in that. And when I say continuous improvement is get your house in order, get the, get the objectives clear, meet those objectives, and then take you on a path of continuous improvement, how you can offer uh, more to the business, how can you offer more to the community, and how can you offer your investments by having those investments in the technology pay back uh, in ROI, so you need to have that uh, continuous improvement. Uh, the other thing, what what I am a serious advocate uh, of is engage with your vendor ecosystem. Uh, uh, you know, the vendor ecosystem is changing these days. You know, a lot of people are not coming and pushing their own agenda in it. You know, the world's based on information, so uh, the customers are well informed before they come in. Uh, so you can't, uh, you know. Uh, misrepresent fact, they know what they want. So you engage with them. They've got the, a lot of point of views. They are willing to engage to give you those outcomes. Uh, so have a listen to them. Yeah. Uh, then you need to look at your trainings and some of the data integrations because you know you can't have systems existing in silos these days, right? All of these systems have to be integrated. They talk to each other. For example, if you have 
maximum uh, and if you are on a sustainability mission and you want to uh, you know meet your esg goals and let's say you ahead and implement uh, ibm nvc how do you integrate nvc with maximo uh, to get an end to end uh, analysis on how your assets are performing and what is that meaning and what that relates to your sustainability goals uh, and then the what you have to monitor and evaluate your progress i think that's a very important one i, I think a lot of people forget to do that to be honest the the, the monitoring and evaluating progress is it, it feels like a small step but it's the most important in many ways definitely um do you have any sort of examples of where um somebody you know or somebody that you've worked with one of your clients without naming names um have had some really good outcomes just to how they've looked at sustainability in within australia we've seen an emergence of discussions on the sustainability i think the esg framework uh, you know everybody is aware of those esg frameworks and what changes they have to make in those esg frameworks i think they are consuming that information and analyzing what impact they have uh, uh, you know uh, in the future from their business perspective um yeah and i think it's more prevalent uh, and couple of steps ahead in the uh, us and the european market but i've engaged with a couple of customers especially from the retail side and uh, they are looking at the uh, holistic view of how their supply chain can go green uh, in terms of you know understanding what what their scope 1 scope 2 and scope 3 emissions are how can you cut out on the scope 3 emissions because some of the scope 3 emissions or scope 3 uh, parameters don't get reported but uh, they they want to have those uh, understanding of what those uh, parameters are and once they understand that they want to take this to the next level by engaging with their vendors and suppliers to uh, participate in those programs so that the whole chain end to end happens uh, right from your retailers to your suppliers to your manufacturers to your transportation companies so we've seen uh, retail companies uh, you know the obvious uh, uh, in australia uh, so one of the largest retail companies is already embarking on that journey uh, we've seen some of our manufacturing customers also uh, getting focused uh, on understanding the scope ones twos and threes uh, and and putting those strategy in place so i think the market's emerging the market's getting serious about it uh it's it's not the fear of god that the compliance would impact your uh, uh you know business and the ability to do business ability to uh, you know get capital funding from the banks or the ability to get credits from the banks like they're doing the right thing they're conscious about the environment so collectively they are putting those strategies together absolutely fantastic answers today ron thank you very much for joining me uh for anybody who's listening who wants to download more of these episodes we've got a whole bunch online you can access them now uh for Rowan what we're going to do is actually put your details and the Certus website in the description so people can track down what Certus does and find out a little bit more about what you do so they can reach out and have a chat to you if they want to learn a little bit more until next time thank you very much for joining me 100% thank you thanks for having me